You're listening to an exclusive podcast of the Chris Robinson Travel Show. Heard Saturday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. The Chris Robinson Travel Show is brought to you by Ontario's Highlands Tourism. From exotic locales a continent away to weekend stays down the highway, pack a suitcase and your vacation imagination. It's time for the Chris Robinson Travel Show on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Hi, and welcome to this week's edition of The Travel Show. I'm Chris Robinson, and our destination this week is very close to home, but a world away from the stress of urban hustle and bustle. I'm talking to you today about Ontario's Highlands in the southeastern part of the province of Ontario. And it's a place where you can escape the city and venture off the beaten path, where you can reconnect with family and friends, and where you can challenge yourself physically and mentally. Come with me for a moment to Ontario's Highlands on a travel show magic moment. The forest is alive with birdsong. Sunlight dapples the trail I share with Mark Bramham of Green Mantle Farm. And he is guiding me to one of the rock-hounding treasures of Ontario's Highlands. A place perhaps best described as a natural mineral museum. Mark and his wife Sandra are the custodians of this site and operate mineral eco-tours to share their wonder at what is to be found here. For here, deep in the woods, we are staring at crystals of all sorts and all sizes and colours, all untouched by man. They stand out from the bedrock on cliff faces, in little caves and simply on the forest floor. Perfect hexagons of translucent green, huge cream-coloured crystals as long as my arm, black lustrous crystal groups of a rare mineral found almost nowhere else in the world. Stand in awe at these billion-year-old beautiful works of nature. And talking of beautiful works of nature, my first guest this week is joining us from Pembroke in Ontario's Highlands region. Welcome, Kasha Wind, who is the Communications Coordinator for Ontario's Highlands Tourism Organization. It's lovely to have you on the travel show, Kasha. Hi, Chris. Thanks for having me. Well, first off, give us a very quick overview of Ontario's Highlands in terms of geography. Where are we taking the listeners to today? Sure. Um, so Ontario's Highlands is located in southeastern Ontario. We're about 30 minutes west of Ottawa and two and a half hours east of Toronto. Um, Our borders stretch from Halliburton Highlands to the Ottawa Valley. So for a lot of your listeners, we're actually right in your backyard. Right. Now, full disclosure here, I do have a cottage in the Halliburton Highlands region just south of Bancroft. So this is very much my home territory. And I'm a little biased in favour of this part of the world. And what I truly love about this region is, well, it's small town Ontario personified. There really aren't any major urban centres here at all, are there? Um, Yeah, that's very true, Chris. Um, What's very unique about Ontario's Highlands is that we are a region that is entirely rural. There's probably no greater testament to that than the fact that we have one single Starbucks location in our (laughs) entire region. Um, So what you're getting is a real escape from the city when you travel here. Um, In place of skyscrapers and big box stores, um, we offer charming small towns, authentic local culture, and some great wilderness and outdoor adventure. 
Um, what you'll also find, and this is my personal favorite thing about the region, is that the people and the communities really embody that small town charm. So there's a very warm, friendly, and humble hospitality that you'll notice as soon as you step foot here. Um, and no matter where you're traveling from, you will feel like you're part of the family. It's so true. To, to give us a starting point for our explorations here, um, I'd like to ask you some Ontario Highlands fast facts, Kasha. So are you ready for okay. some, some quick fire fast facts? Fire away. Okay, here we go. What are the five main regions that make up Ontario's Highlands? Okay, so we have Halliburton Highlands, which is the closest region to Toronto, and they have a great um, arts community. Uh, Hastings County, which is, of course, home to Bancroft, and they have some great recreational geology there. Um, Ottawa Valley, which is the whitewater capital of Canada. Uh, Lando Lakes, which is a great fishing and boating destination. And last but not least, um, Lanark County, which is the maple syrup capital of Ontario. Oh, we'll come back to that, I think, in a moment, because how, how much surface area does Ontario's highlands cover? Uh, we do have a relatively large region, so it's about 23,000 square kilometres. Okay, and how many days does it take to complete the Highlands Loop, the motor, motorcycle route in your region? It takes about three days to complete the loop, Chris. It's about 1,000 kilometres um, long, and it's actually a signature motorcycle route for our Ride the Highlands um, motorcycle project. Um, so if you'd like to find out more about the great scenic roads that we have, the twisted and bendy nature of them, the great pit stops, and the chance to check out some rider-approved destinations along the way, um, you can actually do that at ridethehighlands.ca. Okay, now here we come back to, to that tasty treat. Your region recently earned a very tasty Guinness World yes. Record. What was it? <laughs> that would be um, the Wheeler's Pancake House. It's located in Lanark County. And this year they actually earned a record for having the largest collection of maple syrup production artifacts in the world. There's over 5,000 items to check out. Oh, wow. Okay, here's an easy one. Where is the mineral capital of Canada? Okay, so that, that's definitely Bancroft. It's close to your cottage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I knew that one. <laughs> what is the hashtag that Ontario's Highlands is using this summer to let visitors know of the travel experiences available? Um, our hashtag this summer is Oh Let's Go. And throughout the entire summer, we're definitely encouraging everyone to interact with us on our social media channels. So on Ontario Highlands Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram accounts. Uh, we have a social media brand ambassador, Carly, who's traveling the region and sort of being your eyes and ears. So if there's anything in particular that your listeners want Carly to check out, blog about, take pictures of, uh, we encourage them to post that on our social media channels using Oh Let's Go. Um, and also if they're traveling to the region and they have photos or stories that they'd like to share, um, they can post them using Oh Let's Go. And we're actually giving away one GoPro camera every month until the end of August to users of the hashtag. Oh, wow. And the website that, uh, that is yours? Um, so the website that you can go to can actually win um, one of three great escape trips to Ontario's Highlands, um, and that would be oletsgo.ca. Okie dokie. Okay, let's talk a little bit more about that small town experience. Okay. So uh, this idea of the quaint escape from the city really does come to life in, in this region. Absolutely. Um, you can discover a rural spirit and that small town charm that I discussed when you travel to towns like Almont, 
Perth, Barry's Bay, Wilno, Halliburton, Bancroft. I mean, I can spend hours <laughs> just naming all the wonderful small towns that we have here. And what's really great about them is that each has a very unique personality and a unique culture to explore. So you'll never get bored. Um, and you can really appreciate um, a slower pace of life. So you can unwind and relax as you stroll our streets, um, enjoy some of our small shops and cafes, um, check out some galleries, restaurants, theaters, and you'll be hearing later about some of our great festivals and events as well. Uh, well, it's, of course, it's also a perfect place to reconnect with friends and family, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> so whether you're traveling with your spouse or with your friends or with your family, um, you can really find opportunities here to bond um, and to create some great lasting memories. And I think one of the best ways to do that would be through a road trip. Um, we are a perfect region for exploring by car. Not only is it a very scenic drive, so as you're driving down, you've got some wonderful breathtaking rock cuts on the sides, some green spaces. And again, those very windy and twisty roads, which makes the actual traveling fun. But you can also stop at some really fun and quirky pit stops along the way. So we have everything from a tiny jailhouse in Tweed. It's 16 by 20 feet. It's North America's smallest. Um, to a mammoth cheese in Perth. <laughs> so they're really funny things. They have a sense of humor to them. You don't find them in the big city, and you can really enjoy them on and, your road trip. And there's lots here for the active traveler, too. Oh, definitely. Um, and if you're somebody who loves to brag about your travels, um, you'll definitely find that in a region as well. You might actually be surprised by what you find and how much you want to share it when you return home. So, for example, um, the Whitewater region in the Ottawa Valley has some of the best rapids in the whole country. You will literally feel like you've been put through the laundry when you come here. It's something that you'll definitely want to share. Um, or if it's something quirky, like finding the best poutine from a food truck. We have a lot of great experiences, whether you're somebody who likes to be challenged physically, somebody who's looking for just a wacky road trip or just looking to get away with loved ones. Well, looking forward to all this and, of course, exploring the regions in a bit more depth because you're going to send me on to explore some of the, uh, the, the regions of your particular part of Ontario. Where are you going to send me? Well, Chris, I know that you're a rock hound, so I'll be sure to send you to Bancroft. Okay. Um, and there's also lots for you to explore in the Halliburton Highlands. But first, um, I'm going to send you to the beautiful Ottawa Valley. Okay. Well, don't go away. We're putting on our life jackets and getting ready for some adrenaline-pumping whitewater rafting in the Ottawa Valley after this break. You're listening to The Chris Robinson Travel Show. This summer, escape your schedule. <sighs> Escape the ordinary and escape the traffic by escaping to Ontario's Highlands, where you can dine underground in a cave of wonders in the Ottawa Valley. Search for crystals in Bancroft or fish for bass in the Halliburtons. Laugh, love, learn. Visit ontarioshighlands.ca and start exploring. Ontario's Highlands, the ultimate summer playground. Well, it's appropriate that I'm uh, jumping in on the travel show because we're going to do a little traveling ourselves here. Frank Proctor sending it off to our good friend Norm Edwards, and where is he? Up in Collingwood. 
And a hello again, Norm Edwards from the 20th annual Collingwood Elvis Festival. And I'm so happy to be here with, well, two longtime friends and, of course, uh, big-time Elvis uh, fans, Pauline and Patricia. Nice to have you here. We actually met a number of years ago on a YMT trip to Italy. Yes, we did, actually, and that was a great experience as well. It's nice to see you both again. So you came to Collingwood to see Priscilla Presley. Did you have a chance to see her? Yes, actually, we went down to the cocktail party at the Cranberry Inn last night, and she is such a delight, such a sweet lady, so accommodating to every person that was there. We couldn't have had a better time. She signed the books, she talked to each other, and we even had our picture taken with her, so it was just perfect. She, of course, was at the Zoomerplex on Thursday, and she is a, a delight. You had a chance to say hello, too? Oh, absolutely. She's absolutely the most wonderful soul she just takes the time for the people and uh, she's here just today um, from three until five o'clock this afternoon then she heads back to Graceland so you're very lucky you had a chance to say hi to her yes we were it's a great time today and last night nice seeing you both again Pauline Patricia thanks for coming by and we'll talk soon Norm Edwards at the 20th annual Collingwood Elvis Festival on AM 740 the Chris Robinson Travel Show is brought to you by Ontario's Highlands Tourism. Crossing oceans and borders with no passport required. You're listening to the Chris Robinson Travel Show on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Hi, I'm Chris Robinson and welcome back to the Travel Show, where we're travelling around Ontario's Highlands. Anyone listening who's cooped up in a city like Toronto, Ottawa or Montreal should jump in the car and head straight for this part of southeastern Ontario. Now I'm joined by Melissa Marquardt, who is the marketing coordinator for Ottawa Valley Tourist Association. So, Melissa, explain to our listeners where the Ottawa Valley region is located. Well, we are located in Ontario's Highlands, obviously, about 30 minutes west of Ottawa, the nation's capital. We are cradled between the eastern border of the world's oldest provincial park, being Algonquin Provincial Park, and 220 kilometers of the mighty Ottawa River. We are uh, blessed to have more than 2.4 million hectares of pristine waterways, rolling woodlands, and forests, as we are Ontario's adventure playground. And our rivers and trail networks challenge and test the might and mettle of every explorer to our region. Well, it really is all about water, I think, in some ways, isn't it, in your region? It's, it's the whitewater capital, as you say, not just of uh, Ontario, but of all of Canada. We are indeed. Um, we are blessed to have some of the fastest, cleanest, warmest, and safest rivers in the country, such as the Ottawa, Petawawa, and Madawaska rivers. So we're perfect for serious or even just not so serious kayak, canoe, or rafting action. And I know that there are a lot of other destinations in Canada that have amazing whitewater paddling opportunities. However, what sets us apart from other regions such as, say, British Columbia or the north is that, number one, our waters are warm. They're not glacier-fed. <laughs> and number two, we have one of the longest paddling seasons where our rivers flow from sometimes late February up until December, depending on when winter arrives. So if I want to improve my J-stroke... <laughs> You definitely want to come to the Ottawa Valley. Uh, we've uh, got, you know, rivers for all seasons and skill levels, but we also have a number of amazing paddling and rafting schools, including Canada's first whitewater paddling school, the Mattawasa Canoe Centre, located in Barry's Bay. Yeah, I've heard such great things about that. I, I really do want to, to pay a visit there one of these days. It's a must. It's kind of a bucket list kind of thing mm. to do. Yep. <laughs> and I mean, apart from all these rivers, of course, you've got nearly a thousand lakes. We do. We do. You know, it's we've 
besides the four major river systems, we have over 900 lakes, including Lake Dory, which is the world's largest inland freshwater lake without an island. Oh, wait a minute. Say that one again. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. The world's largest inland freshwater lake without an island. Okay, I've got a new (laughs) trivia question next time we're playing. There we go. (laughs) But, you know, our waters aren't just for paddling. You know, we've... we're blessed to be have the Ottawa River, which is great for motorized boating and houseboating, which is a popular summertime experience, as well as waterfall viewing along the Bonachet River in Ungonquin Park. But fishing is what ranks right up there. You know, with our over 900 lakes, we've got over 20 species of fish, um, and anglers can literally fish a new body of water each day for over two years without having to repeat. <laughs> wow. You know, so we do have some of the best angling opportunities in the region, if I could say. And even though you're just a part of Ontario's highlands, in your own way, you are huge as well. We are huge. The county of Renfrew, which is, is the Ottawa Valley, is the largest county geographically in the entire province. And we measure pretty much the same size as Algonquin Park, which is almost wow. 7,500 square kilometers. So it's, it's, we're a region that, that often gets confused in terms of travel distance, because especially with European um, travelers you know, not understanding the size of our region, they think they can you know, do our whole region in a day, when really that's a little impossible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <You> think? <laughs> And we shouldn't think of it just as a summer destination either. Not at all. We are a four-season destination, and when the cold weather arrives, so does the snow, and that's when our winter experiences kick into high gear, um, such as snowmobiling in the infamous uh, Round Algonquin Park snowmobile route, dog sledding over classic Canadian shield, or ice fishing on one of those 900 lakes. Mm. And if you're looking for bragging rights, then we've got Ontario's highest public vertical at Calabogie Peaks Resort in Calabogie, but we also have the world's shortest vertical at Mount Wilson in Petawawa. <laughs> so, you know, it's not necessarily something that is high at those bucket lists, but if you're a skier or a snowboarder, it's something that you can cross off your list and say that you've, you've uh, skied the highest vertical and the shortest vertical in one day. Lovely. I, I love that. <laughs> That's another must-do. It uh, is another must-do. <laughs> I was talking to, to Kasia earlier in the, the show about the quaint small-town feel of Ontario's Highlands. Where would you recommend within your region, within the Ottawa Valley, to, to really feel that you've escaped the city? Well, like I said, our our region is quite large. Um, We are made up of 17 municipalities plus the city of Pembroke. However, uh, you know, so it's really hard to to pick just one one community within the region. But the number one city escape that I would have to say would be Wilno, which is Canada's first Polish settlement. Um, And the story of how Wilno came to be is truly one of hardship, endurance, and conquer. In the mid-1850s, the Canadian government wanted to settle and develop parts of Ontario, including what is known as the Opiongo Colonization Road, located between Renfrew and Barry's Bay. So they offered parcels of land to European immigrants in hopes that they would come to Canada to settle the land. So a group of settlers known as Kashubians from the area of Kashubay, Poland, accepted the offer of futile farmland in the Opiongo Hills. Unfortunately, when they arrived, um, it was uh, very rocky terrain, known as our classic Canadian shield, and it wasn't much good for anything, especially in the wintertime. But despite this false promise and the hardships, the Kashubians persevered and somehow managed to create a niche for themselves in what is now known as Wilno today. And it is a vibrant arts community where you still hear probably more Polish spoken than you do English. Um, And it's truly a way to a way to really immerse yourself in this Polish um, Kashubian culture. Um, every year at the first Saturday of May is celebrated as Kashub Day, and you can experience traditional food, music, dance, Polish embroidery, which is absolutely, absolutely beautiful. You can learn to speak Polish in a day. You can taste traditional Polish fare, some of the best pierogies I have ever, ever tasted. Okay, out there. I've added um, that. From well, no. I've and added that I one to my list. <laughs> 
And I know that those from Saskatchewan would probably argue with me, but I would go do a taste testing. <laughs> we might just have to set that up. <laughs> it is, and there are huge pierogies. <laughs> Whoa, okay. Now, of course, along with the, these little settlements, the countryside is just a perfect place to, to really disconnect and, and relax and unwind. It is. It is. We really are a great cottaging destination. Um, you know, I don't know if it's the wide open spaces, the fresh air, the abundance of water, or all of the above, but when you get to our region, there's something that just, the moment you enter the borders of the Ottawa Valley, your worries and stress are left behind. I mean, there's nothing more relaxing or inspiring than being awoken by those loons calling to each other or watching the sunrise over a misty lake or river, or even seeing your kids have the time of their life at the beach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And we were talking about, or you were talking about, the skiing bragging rights. Mm-hmm. Uh, any other uh, ways in which you can uh, bring bragging rights back with you after a trip to your region? Well, you know, going back to the paddling thing, definitely rafting, canoeing, mm. or, or kayaking the mighty Ottawa, Madawaska, or Petawa rivers is definitely a bucket list bragging rights must do when you come to the Ottawa Valley. Um, there's nothing more exhilarating than coursing down those Class 5 rapids on the Ottawa River. <laughs> it's very exciting. However, you know, our, our operators and rafting companies have done a really great job because I understand that not everybody is into that ultimate high adventure trip. So they've des- designed gentle family float trips, which can take the older and the younger, including kids as young as five or six, depending on their size, down the, some of the, the calmer Class 1, Class 2 rapids, such as on the Madawaska River. And, you know, once again, if water isn't your thing, then you've got to head on down to the Calabogie Motorsports Park in Calabogie um, and feel the need for speed. This world-class facility opened up in 2006 and is home to the longest track in Canada, consisting of 20 turns measuring 40 feet wide and featuring a 2,000-foot-long straightaway. So whether you want to bring your own vehicle or you want to rent a Ford Mustang or a motorcycle and get out on that track, you can definitely feel the need for speed that on sounds, that track. That sounds like fun. Or what about something a little bit different? A little bit different is then you want to head to Pembroke um, uh, Labor Day weekend for the Canada's largest step dancing and fiddling competition. <laughs> and you can learn to step dance with the best and fiddle with the rest. Um, <laughs> oh, no, not me. I've got two left feet. <laughs> and, you know, step dancing and fiddling is really at the heart of culture of Pembroke. We have some really world-renowned um, fiddling and step dancers that have come out of our region, including April Virch, who was one of the four fiddlers that opened up at the 2010 Vancouver Olympics. Uh, just briefly, we're going to be talking more about this in an upcoming segment, but you've got some great geological adventures in your region. We do, and I know that's right up your alley too, mm-hmm, Chris. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Recreational geology in the Ordovician fossil capital of Canada, such as Eganville, where you can go fossil hunting, spelunking, mineral collecting, as well as underground dining, which is kind of a new experience that can be had at the Bonacher Caves in oh, Eganville. Oh, the Bonacher Caves, yes. Yeah, that's it's nice. quite amazing. And, you know, and now we're guided tour the Bonacher mm-hmm. Caves Caves really brings you back into a whole other time period, literally. <laughs> One last tip for our, our listeners who are thinking of coming to see you this summer. Our region is a lot bigger than you think. Mm. So plan your trip accordingly and allow yourself a lot of time to experience everything that you want to do. Fantastic. And your website? OttawaValley.travel. Fantastic. Well, don't worry if you can't remember all of this information. It's all on the Travel Show website, too, at chrisrobinsontravelshow.com. And we'll take a a quick break to move west across Ontario's highlands. And we're going to be leaving the Ottawa Valley. And when we come back, we'll be eating local produce in the Halliburton Highlands. Thank you so much, Melissa. Thank you very much. You're listening to the Chris Robinson Travel Show. This summer, escape your schedule. (sighs) Escape the ordinary. And escape the traffic. 
by escaping to Ontario's Highlands, where you can dine underground in a cave of wonders in the Ottawa Valley. Search for crystals in Bancroft or fish for bass in the Halliburtons. Laugh, love, learn. Visit ontarioshighlands.ca and start exploring. Ontario's Highlands, the ultimate summer playground. Well, here we are once again, Frank Proctor at AM740 Zoomer Radio, ready to reconnect with our buddy up in Collingwood. Yep, here's Norm Edwards. Hello again, Norm Edwards here at the uh, 20th Annual Collingwood Elvis Festival. We're having a great time. In fact, there's a little blue sky that peeks through those uh, clouds every once in a while. So I think the weather's going to be great. I'm here with Diane Edwards, no relation, uh, who's here with Great North Exhibition. Uh, and they're here with uh, some uh, a fairground at the fairgrounds with some rides and exhibits and that kind of thing. Yeah, it's uh, the weekend of September 19th, 20th, and 21st. Uh, it's every year. Um, we have lots of rides, lots of things for kids to do. Um, there's exhibits, uh, people create, make things, quilts, knitting, uh, jams, flowers, that kind of stuff to show off. There's horse shows, there's tractor pulls, truck pulls. So, so there's oh, lots, lots of for everything. Like lots of fun. For little kids, uh, older people, whatever. There's more than just uh, Elvis down here. Oh, yes, definitely. It's, it's our fair for this area, and yeah. lots of people come to it. Are you having a good time? Oh, yeah, it's great down here. It's, yeah, it's, it's great for the town. It's great, and the music is wonderful. Thank you, Diane. You're welcome. Thank and you. you might even hear a little Elvis going on there in the background oh, right now. There he is. We're having a terrific time. Hope we see you down here at the 20th Annual Collingwood Elvis Festival. I'm Norm Edwards on AM740. The Chris Robinson Travel Show is brought to you by Ontario's Highlands Tourism. Exciting destinations, compelling conversation. You're listening to the Chris Robinson Travel Show on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Welcome back to the Chris Robinson Travel Show. We're exploring Ontario's Highlands, and right now we're going to focus on Halliburton. Halliburton is less than three hours from Toronto or Ottawa, and it's very accessible from Quebec. And with pristine lakes and untouched forests, the Halliburton Highlands offer some of Ontario's best hiking, cycling, fishing and canoeing. And the Halliburton Highlands has a unique interaction between a vibrant art scene and the environment. And then we'll explore that a little bit more later on. And the colours in the fall are simply breathtaking, as I know from personal experience. Um, our guide for this segment of the show is Amanda Ranson, who is Director of Tourism at the County of Halliburton. Welcome to the Travel Show, Amanda. Thank you so much for having me. Well, first of all, just position us uh, quickly. Which area encompasses the Halliburton Highlands? Okay, well, the Halliburton Highlands are actually made up of four municipalities. That's uh, the Algonquin Highlands, Highlands East, Minden Hills, and Dysart. In Dysart is Halliburton Village itself. And the Highlands themselves are uh, just sort of northeast of Toronto and tucked right underneath Algonquin Park. Well, perfect positioning. And, of course, you are really known for the arts. Uh, tell us why that is. Yes, we, uh, we have, um, you know, lots of, we like to be very proud of our merging our art with our nature. Mm. And a great example of that is at the Halliburton School of the Arts, there's the um, Halliburton Sculpture Forest. It's in uh, a park called Glebe Park, and it's near the village of Halliburton in the Halliburton Highlands. And it's a really unique collection of sculptures by Canadian and international artists. Um, there's trails throughout the sculpture forest for walking and bike riding. 
you can uh, go spring, summer, fall. You can ski through in the winter. And uh, it's, it's great to uh, show sort of a changing perspective of the forest and the sculptures in each of the seasons as well. And it's a great place to bring your family. It is. I, I love the way the sculptures just fit in with the landscape. Yeah, it's just really breathtaking. And then, of course, you have a Halliburton studio tour. We do. We have a studio tour of all of our artists. We have uh, right around 30 studios in, the, in Halliburton County uh, with 40 artists, and uh, more than that now, I believe. Uh, you can meet and talk to them, admire their work, buy their work, of course. Uh, the studio tour takes place this year, October 4th and 5th, and on Thanksgiving weekend, October 11th and 12th. And another way that uh, Halliburton, in just an outstanding way, really merges the the art and the environment is at the Halliburton Forest and Wildlife Reserve. Yes, it's it's just fantastic. There's a setting, uh, you know, it's right in the middle of the forest, away from the lights of the city. There's a beautiful um, amphitheater overlooking a beautiful bone lake. And you can listen to live music there as the sun sets, and it's just fantastic uh, acoustics as well. Um, and, and this year, we've got the um, Halliburton Forest Festival happening, and uh, the headline acts include uh, Misha Brogosgumar. <laughs> can you say that, Chris? Brogosgumar. I know. Everyone has a problem with that. Canadian Brass, Greg Keeler, Jim Cuddy. It's going to be fantastic. And talking of stargazing, stargazing of a different kind is also available at the the Halliburton Forest and Wildlife Reserve. Yep, there's a fully functioning observatory as well as a planetarium. The astronomy programs run every Friday and there's enough demand in Saturdays also throughout the summer. So it's a great place to bring the kids. Now, a few years ago, I was lucky enough to interview for this show uh, Peter Schleifenbaum, who's the, the owner and manager, of course, at the Halliburton Forest and Wildlife Reserve. And he's so passionate about the environment and, and, and its preservation. And he's created a, just a wonderful environment where you can really discover and get your hands on, on nature. Yes, we have that. We have the fantastic Wolf Center up there, which contains numerous exhibits. Uh, there's a cinema and a classroom. There's a large um, indoor observatory uh, overlooking the, the feeding area. And we have four new pups that were just born. Oh. So it's a great time to go and, and see the, uh, the wolf pups. Have they got names yet? I believe that they do, but I, uh, don't, I don't know their names. Well, <laughs> listeners will just have to go up there and find out. I, I found that place absolutely amazing. It's the only time I've ever seen wolves, I guess in the, in the semi-wild. I mean, I've heard them on the night air uh, up your way, but, but, but to see them really quite close, I mean, it, it, it's, it's a little bit like being on an African safari. You don't know what kind of sightings you're going to see. They're not guaranteed. They're not behind bars. Yeah, yeah. It's a very natural environment, isn't it? Yeah, it's fantastic to see them walking around their natural environment and obviously to see the pups interact with their, with their um, older, you know, siblings. And it's a, it's a great uh, place to view that for sure. Yeah. And we also have the, um, the canopy tour at uh, the Halliburton Forest. So it's, what that is is a canopy boardwalk. It's over half a kilometer long. It's the longest of its kind in the world, actually. And the canopy boardwalk winds through the treetops. Uh, you're sort of 10 to 20 meters above the forest floor, um, and you're suspended from the treetops, and, and you're walking throughout the forest environment. And uh, it's just fantastic to be surrounded and be up in the trees. And it's a spectacular view, you know, across all the lakes and the, and the forest there as well. Yeah, this is the king of canopy tours. Peter actually uh, took me on this this tour, and it's fabulous. I mean, I've been on canopy tours all over the world. Yeah. This is spectacular. Yeah, it's 
absolutely gorgeous. And the fall, of course, is just a great time to go to. Mm. And then there's camping and mountain biking. Yes, there's also um, camping and, and mountain biking, absolutely. There's um, over 300 kilometers of forest access, um, roads and trails, and it's uh, definitely one of North America's premier mountain bike destinations. In fact, you even have a, a festival for hiking uh, up in Halliburton. We do. Yet again, we have the world's uh, or Canada's largest hiking festival. It may be the world's largest hiking festival. We need to do a little research there. But this year, it's our 12th annual Hike Halliburton Festival. It's mm-hmm. taking place from September 18th to 21st. We have over 60 hikes for every skill level. Um, so there's a hike for everyone. Um, everything from geology to botany to you know food-related hikes, history, fitness, the arts. Um, there's family, kid, even pet-friendly hikes, and uh, there's even some hikes that are um, have a celebrity guide, a hidden celebrity guide, Ooh. and you'll find it when you get to your hike. Oh, okay, that that sounds interesting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and of course, if you don't want to walk, there are still some wonderful opportunities to tour by both car and a motorbike. Yep, we have uh, six unique routes that we've uh, crafted that sort of curve our, our rolling hills of the Halliburton Highlands. And uh, so if you're looking for a day trip or a long excursion, uh, you'll find the Halliburton Highlands filled with scenic views and attractions all along the way. Yeah, there's some of the, the best uh, road views that I know any, anywhere in Ontario. As you say, the, the, the road rises and falls amongst the hills and you get these great uh, vistas opening up over lakes and, and, and mountains, and especially in the fall, it's yes. stunning. Oh, after all the exercise and after all the sightseeing, you're going to want a good meal. And you've got some answers for that, too. Yes, we do. We're working right now on a local food initiative for the Halliburton Highlands. So there's several restaurants now. They're all working together to um, have local ingredients uh, in in the restaurant so you can actually taste the the Highlands. Um, We like to say that uh, a lot of the food that we have featured is within a 200-kilometer radius and then Mm. obviously some available right in the Halliburton Highlands. We also have a fantastic farmer's market uh, that's throughout the uh, summer and fall. Um, in two different locations on Tuesdays and Fridays. So you can buy that local food and take it to your cottage or to your home and make it as well. Fantastic. What advice would you like to give to to our listeners who might be planning to come up and see you in the Halliburton region? Well, we have some great sources they can check out. Uh, Definitely look at our Facebook page. That's uh, Halliburton.Highlands. We have uh, almost 20,000 people now looking at that daily. There's lots of updates there. You can follow us on uh, on Twitter at Visit Halliburton. And you can always search with our uh, new hashtag, which is hashtag MyHalliburtonHighlands. So you can find us uh, on the web and uh, on social media looking for that hashtag. Lots of great photos on there and um, lots of great stories from people who have come up and experienced the Highlands. Lovely. And, of course, in, in Halliburton uh, town itself, you've got one of the, the most beautiful li- little uh, settlements in the whole of the region. Yes, absolutely. Yes, we have a uh, fantastic uh, village in Halliburton Village, and Minden Village has a um, uh, great little sort of pioneer village as well, Settler's Village. So it's, there's lots of great things to do with your family. And another thing I love about your particular region is where you have these little towns, there's always a little overview that you can go up to a nearby hill and just look out over the breathtaking vista. Absolutely. There's always something to see. <laughs> well, I'm uh, sure a lot of our listeners are going to be heading up your, your way. Again, the, uh, the website that people should go to? Go to uh, There's You can see our event listings on there. You can see our destination guide online, which has everything that's happening for the whole year in the Halliburton Highlands. Lovely. And all this information is, of course, also available at www.chrisrobinsontravelshow.com. Right now, we're going to take a, a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about something I am passionately interested in, the geology and the rocks of Bancroft, the mineral capital of Canada. You're listening to the Chris Robinson Travel Show. Stand by your radios, and we'll be right back.
This summer, escape your schedule. <sighs> escape the ordinary. And escape the traffic. By escaping to Ontario's Highlands, where you can dine underground in a cave of wonders in the Ottawa Valley. Search for crystals in Bancroft or fish for bass in the Halliburtons. Laugh, love, learn. Visit ontarioshighlands.ca and start exploring. Ontario's Highlands, the ultimate summer playground. Well, good afternoon. Frank Proctor here. We're going to do a little traveling on our own all the way up to Collingwood where Norm Edwards is taking part in the Elvis Festival up there. Hi, Norm Edwards at the 20th Annual Collingwood Elvis Festival, and I'm here with Gail, who is driven in from Manitick. Hi, Gail. Hi. Hi, everyone. It's fantastic here. Is your first time to the Collingwood Elvis Festival? Very first time, and the bus up was fantastic, and Chris is so funny, and just having a ball, and everyone should come here. You came up on the uh, the AM740 bus uh, a little bit earlier. You had a nice lunch? Wonderful lunch at the terrace. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So first time to the Collingwood Elvis Festival. What are your impressions? What do you think? I think everyone should do this, and a lot of people on the bus have made this a yearly event, and I can understand why, because it's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun, and it's nice of you to be here. Thank you, Gail. And thank, thank you to 740, and Moses, I just had my picture taken with him, and I thank him very much, too. Appreciate it. It's the 20th Annual Collingwood Elvis Festival. I'm Norm Edwards on AM 740. The Chris Robinson Travel Show is brought to you by Ontario's Highlands Tourism. Living the dream vacation. This is the Chris Robinson Travel Show on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Welcome back to our discovery of Ontario's Highlands region on the Chris Robinson Travel Show. And our travels have brought us to Bancroft, the mineral capital of Canada. And I've been a rock hound, which means really I collect mineral specimens, since I was, I don't know, 10 years old. And as a young lad in England, I used to read a publication called Gems and Minerals that every year used to talk about the great Bancroft Gemboree. I used to dream of going to the Bancroft Gemboree. Well, the first year I came to Canada, I made a point of going, and I've been going every year since for 20 years. And our guide to Bancroft is Kim Burke, who is the Tourism Development Coordinator for Bancroft and District Chamber of Commerce. Welcome to the Travel Show, Kim. Hi, thank you very much. And uh, before we launch into the Jamboree, which I so want to, uh, to tell our listeners about, explain to our listeners just where Bancroft is. Sure. So if you don't know where Bancroft is, it's centrally located between Toronto and Ottawa, so it's easy access to the major cities. It's in the northern half of Hastings County, which is the second largest county in Ontario. And it's only an hour south of the world-renowned Algonquin Provincial Park. And this area really is quite beautiful and quiet. 42% of North Hastings is crown land, and there are 242 named lakes in North Hastings alone. And and my cottage is uh, just south of Bancroft on one of those lakes, and we chose that location because of the wonderful geology you can explore in this area. So tell our listeners a little bit about the ways visitors can access and discover the earth around them here. Of course. There's so much to do. There's many different um, aspects of mineral collecting. So the mineral collecting season is in full swing. It usually starts around May to October. And it's really unique in this area because Bancroft and District sits on the edge of the Canadian Shield that was formed over a billion years ago. And after a long period of repeated cycles of erosion and glaciation, the once mighty Grenville Mountains have been worn down to mere rolling hills, but this brings forth their rich mineralized roots to the surface. 
Now, through this process, nearly 300 specimens of minerals have been identified in the region, and this gives great diversity and ease and access to world-class specimens that you can take home. And now that's the important thing, isn't it? Because visitors can actually find this stuff themselves. Absolutely. So we have self-guided trips that you can do, or perhaps you're new to the experience and you would like to join a field trip that is led by a geologist. So we have the tours run um, in July and August, and it's three days a week. And every tour, you will go home with your own treasure. And, of course, you have this very special event called the Jamboree. We do. So the Jamboree is um, Canada's largest gem and mineral show. It's in its 51st year, so it's going nice and strong. And it's held in the mineral capital of Bancroft, so it it really is a great location for it. It's a four-day event from July 31st to August 3rd this year. And it has been recognized as a top 100 festival and event in Ontario for the many past years. So at the Jamboree, it's really a hands-on experience. There's over 150 vendors that have for sale and also beautifully displayed rocks, minerals, fossils, gems, and for the ladies, a lot of jewelry. Mm. And as well, there is uh, supplies and field equipment. So, you know, you can go on a field trip or you can do gold panning. There's activities for the kids as well. Yeah, there's, there's always tons of families there when I, when I go. There are, yes. And there's also, you know, for people who are just interested in anything mineral related, there's a variety of speakers scheduled throughout the show as well as there's a wire wrapping demonstration. And this year, you have an opportunity to do your own soapstone carving. Wow. And the, the guided field trips are lovely. You can go to, to the Rose Quartz Quarry, where you can find Rose Quartz, of course, and to the Beryl Pit, where you can find that precious stone. But the one I love more than anything else is Bear Lake Diggings. I'm so glad you mentioned that, Chris. So Bear Lake Diggings is a world-famous collecting site owned and operated by the Chamber of Commerce. And it is the province's first publicly protected mineral collecting location. So it's really unique. The minerals here um, remain when calcite dissolves away. So this allows you to find floating minerals in the soil. And if you're prepared to get down and dirty, then this is the site for you. (laughs) And you do need to get down and dirty. But the kids love it and us grown-ups love it. I found the biggest crystal I have ever found. It's still in my collection. It weighs about, oh, I don't know, about 25 pounds. Wow. And and it's about a foot and a half long. It's amazing. And I found that uh, myself just at Bear Lake Diggings. That's right. And you can go, you buy a permit, and Mm -hmm. then you find the minerals, and they're all yours. You take them home. But the, the, the lovely thing about Bancroft, much as though I adore uh, hunting down the, the rocks and the minerals, is it is certainly not just about geology. Uh, you've got a very vibrant arts community there. That's right. We are really diverse in this area, not only with the minerals, as you said, but there is a strong arts and cultural community in Bancroft and District. Um, there's so much access to music, fine art, theatre and festivals. During the summer months alone, you can be entertained with a live outdoor music concert series. And the Bancroft Summer Theatre is sure to deliver spectacular live theatre performances to stimulate your emotion. That's lovely. I always go to the, uh, the Village Playhouse every year. Oh, the Village Playhouse is so unique and it's really quite a charming place. It is. It was originally the town hall and it oh. later became a local jail and then the courthouse. So a lot of the original features have been lovingly restored. Um, such as the velvet seats and the luxurious stage curtains and the the lobby has this gorgeous tin ceiling. 
Yeah, it's, it's gorgeous. And of course, um, once you've you finished with the arts, get out there and, and enjoy all the outdoor adventures that you can in, in around Bancroft. That's right. The, the area here is so open and so clean with the air. Um, there's many waterways and there's rugged terrain where you can go out and hike or you can take an ATV, you can take the bikes. Um, and also in the winter months, the trail users really appreciate the well-groomed trail system because of such great amounts of snow. And perhaps, you know, kayaking or canoeing is your passion. There is the York River, which flows through town and goes um, in either direction. And this has some of the most spectacular wilderness. I think uh, earlier there was um, some adrenaline junkie Mm -hmm. adventure mentioned, so that's also close by to Bancroft. For sure. And if you're uh, uh, tired of looking down for for the rocks and minerals, just look up in the sky because your region is also a dark sky preserve. Absolutely. And especially during July and August when the meteor showers are on, we invite you to, you know, come and explore. Just go outside, look out outside, look up. And um, there's a viewing area at the Nutwood Observatory that offers a night sky experience with this spectacular view. Here is something else which I love about the region, which is, um, if not unique, then certainly one of the, uh, your strengths is, is the number of ghost towns that are just sprinkled through the, the woods and the forests. Yes, unfortunately, but fortunately for this case, um, our area was really a boom-and-bust mining-based economy. So North Hastings is home to some of the best ghost town viewings, as you mentioned. Um, the railroads and the mining industry have a share in the North Hastings story. And also there's a heritage museum here that's situated in a log building that dates back to 1879. So a tour of that will reveal, you know, the history of the area. And right beside that is also the Hastings Heritage Trail, which is a 156-kilometer multi-use trail that follows an old abandoned rail line. So, you know, bring your camera and kind of share our story with us. Yeah, personally recommended that uh, Hastings Heritage Trail is is great for biking or or hiking. And, of course, right by the the Heritage Museum is the new Mineral Museum. Yes, so the Mineral Museum is located in the restored train station. And the Mineral Museum is such a spectacular view of the different specimens that you can collect in the area. There's a display of specimens that are rough, There are polished spheres, there's gemstones from across Canada, but mostly it's within a 150-kilometer radius of Bancroft. Yeah, it's fantastic. I was there myself just last weekend and uh, was really impressed. Uh, Tell you something else that I really want to try and catch this year, and that is the Rally of the Tall Pines. If you have not been to the Rally of the Tall Pines, then you are definitely missing something. So just imagine this. If you take a small car, you give it four-wheel drive, you turbocharge it to over 300 horsepower and drive it sideways down twisty, treacherous forest roads lines with, you know, rocks and fans. <laughs> that's the Rally of the Tall Pines. Wow. And that's the last Saturday of November. That's right. Yes. And it's um, Canada's premier performance rally. It's the final event for both the Canadian and Ontario performance rally. So it, you know, it really promises fierce competition and plenty of excitement. Fantastic. Now, Kim, where can listeners find out more about all that we've been talking about? Sure. We suggest to visit our website, BancroftDistrict.com, where you will also have a chance to win a unique recreational geology experience. So you can get out there and dig your your own treasure up and take it home. <laughs> Lovely. And you can also go to the Travel Show website, where we've collected all of the contact details together for you to plan your perfect trip to the Ontario's Highlands region. Thank you so much, Kim. Thank you very much, Chris. And also thanks to Amanda, Melissa and Kasha for guiding us around this wonderful region of Ontario. Can't wait to get back up there to my cottage and experience some of the things that we've been talking about on this show.
Join us next week for another travel experience on the Chris Robinson Travel Show. Until then, goodbye and cheerio from the Chris Robinson Travel Show. Hi, Chris Robinson here again with our weekly roundup of travel news. And let's start with some good news this week. Two of our Canadian airlines have received top awards in the Skytrax 2014 World Airline Awards. This annual poll, based on surveys of nearly 19 million global passengers, is a key measure of customer satisfaction for the global airline industry. And Porter Airlines was named the best regional airline in North America. And Air Canada was voted best airline in North America for the fifth consecutive year. So congratulations to both airlines for bringing Canadian excellence to the skies. From the skies to the oceans, where Crystal Cruises has a new expedition-style voyage traversing the Arctic Ocean via the legendary Northwest Passage. Crystal will be the first luxury cruise line to navigate the route, 1,500 kilometres of majestic waterways lined with spectacular glaciers, towering fjords and a vast, unspoiled landscape away from mainstream civilization. Beginning in August 2016 in Alaska, Crystal Serenity will sail for 32 days from the Pacific to the Atlantic Ocean. The first call in the Canadian Arctic is planned for the little hamlet of Oluk-Haktok, Northwesteries, a settlement of just a few hundred people, but only 2,200 kilometres from the North Pole. Bookings open to the public on September the 2nd, and all the details can be found at crystalcruises.com. Thank you for your emails to the travel show. Keep them coming. And here are a couple more. Penny from Toronto is nervous now about flying in the wake of the Malaysian Airlines tragedy earlier this month. Penny, just two words. Don't be. With all the unpredictable things that can happen in this world of ours, flying remains the safest way of travelling. Statistically, it is way safer than any other major form of transport. So just go ahead, book your flight, and really, don't worry. Peter from North York asks about the most cost-effective way of seeing a number of different Greek islands. And I'll have all the answers for him and indeed for you on The Travel Show in two weeks' time when we'll be covering vacations in Greece on The Travel Show, including one of the world's great travel experiences, cruising in the Greek islands. The show will coincide with a taste of the Danforth Festival on the weekend of August 9th and 10th, so you can listen to the show and then go and enjoy Toronto's premier Greek festival with all its food and fun. My travel deal of the week is a big saving on a unique cruise in the Caribbean. Cuba Cruise has an early bird discount of 20%, valid until next Thursday, July 31st. Cuba Cruise offers seven-night circumnavigation sailings right around Cuba from December 19th to March 30th. The ship, the Louis Cristal, calls at five Cuban ports, Havana, Holguin, Santiago de Cuba, Cienfuegos for Trinidad and Punta Francis on the Isle of Youth. It also calls in at Montego Bay in Jamaica. And for more information, visit yourcubacruise.com or call 1-855-364-4999. I've just booked a family vacation on this cruise myself and I'm looking forward to seeing some parts of Cuba that I haven't seen before. Next week on The Travel Show, we'll be touring around the Thousand Islands in the St. Lawrence and pootling up the Rideau Canal, the only UNESCO World Heritage Site in Ontario. 
Together, these two local destinations are a diverse mix of natural and cultural attractions. Find out how many islands there really are in the Thousand Islands, plus news of a very cool competition where you can win an exclusive private island getaway in the heart of the Thousand Islands. So tune in to the Travel Show next Saturday at 1pm here on AM740 Zuma Radio as we go cruising in Ontario on the Chris Robinson Travel Show.